Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is a fresh new week, everybody. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. On the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi, guys. Uh, Anything is possible this week. Anything. Because we've only just begun. To live wide open. Okay, what? But let's begin this week by looking back. At the interview that was much anticipated last week, that is the interview of Amber Heard. Sorry, I just tripped over my tongue. Uh, The Amber Heard... (laughs) Oh my God, girl, start over. Roll that beautiful bean footage again, Holly. Can you still bring that in? No? Okay. It's fine. Uh, That would be the interview of Amber Heard. On Dateline. Yeah, exactly. Amber Heard finally spoke in its entirety about a 40-some-odd minute interview that she sat down with Savannah Guthrie to do on their primetime Dateline experience. Now, before we even get started, because I want to tell you, you know, I find it interesting, really, that um, Amber Heard's latest media push is basically to use NBC to do what Johnny Depp essentially used the media by way of a trial to do, and (laughs) we can break that all down and get to it, but first... As I was reading about the coverage of this story or reading through the coverage of this story, that is the interview she did on Friday that aired in its entirety. It was, I believe, the lowest viewership in Dateline's recent history since like November of last year. Okay. It's like like uh, just a handful of people showed up for that interview, which wow. I thought that's interesting. And do you know why I think that is? Yeah, why? Well, I don't know. I mean, you tell me. But to me, that just says people don't want to hear no, from her. That's Bye. I mean, I, it's it's interesting. I feel like people want to move on and they want to move on with Johnny Depp. Well, I was going to say they, they want to move on without Amber Heard. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So and again, it goes back to that whole conversation. They're like, I we Amber had. heard that. And now I don't want to heard it anymore. <laughs> I see what you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like the conversation we had during the trial, wherein people weren't so much fans of Johnny Depp as they were against Amber Heard. And that appeared to be the case with the viewership. I, fi- I found that interesting. Mm-hmm. But that's not the real reason we're here today. The real reason we're here is to just talk through this. This uh, what she was doing or what I think it is that Amber Heard was doing, because there is nothing shocking or new uh, if you were paying attention in this interview. It seems to me, I'll just say clearly from the beginning, this was an attempt to rehabilitate her image post the, the trial. Right. You would imagine that's the case because. If you paid attention for the last number of weeks and if if you didn't do so closely, the world kind of was like, uh, we don't like you. 
Right. And there were a lot of trolls on social media. And, you know, she lost. Right. By not only the court of public opinion, but by a jury of her peers. Exactly. Although, put a pin in that, five out of the seven were men. It's a whole different conversation. Mm -hmm. But I think this interview then, this media push really was over the last week an attempt by her and her people to rehabilitate her career. I would argue I don't think she did that very well. Evidenced by A, the fact that very few people saw this, Mm -hmm. and B, that when you look at the coverage of Amber Heard's interview, uh, most of the takeaways are things that we already knew and they don't put her in a great light. For example, she really tried to make the point that um, there were contemporaneous notes about all of the abuse that she suffered at the hands of Johnny Depp, right? So, like, from her uh, therapist, mm-hmm. her, um, you know, w- while she was experiencing these things, the therapist had notes. There were binders full of notes, she said, mm-hmm. in this interview. Well, as Savannah points out, rightly, like, well, the judge didn't allow those things. And the reason the judge didn't allow those things to be entered into evidence, meaning the jury didn't see them to to determine that, she was or was not guilty uh, or that she had to fame Johnny Depp was the judge said, this is hearsay. Mm-hmm. So the judge said, that's hearsay. We can't admit that meaning like just because you told somebody something happened. Right. Does now, it, that's not evidence that it happened. It's just evidence that you told somebody that it happened. Exactly. Come to find out, actually, those were some of that was admitted in the, the UK trial. So that's interesting, which is what perhaps allowed her to be successful because right. Uh, the jury found those notes to be credible, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the judge said that's not... So she is presenting evidence that the jury didn't see. Right. It's not going to change the case. The case has been decided legally. Right. So what are we doing? It seems like we're just trying to uh, to characterize or um, formulate public opinion right. to be more... Um, amenable to her claims to believe her to find some authenticity in Amber Heard where we didn't up to this point. Right. Right. Absolutely. And to your point, if none of this was admissible, admissible Mm -hmm. in the courtroom, then doing this now retroactively isn't going to get us any closer to because case closed. We're done. Yeah. Now you're just trying to sway the court of public opinion, which Johnny Depp already had a jump on. Yeah. Well, and he had the chance to do it. So, like, I don't it's this weird thing where then I I checked myself as I was thinking through all of this. Again, the coverage of this Amber Heard thing, like, what is she trying to do? What's really going on here? It's not to say that I'm not that I don't believe her. I don't have to believe her. This is not about my belief of Mm -hmm. her claims, but uh, I am open to the idea that that the things that that she is saying are true, mm-hmm. but that is only going to uh, maybe change the way I think about her. Uh-huh. So it's like uh, what I'm, what I really think this is about is uh, just an attempt to get the public to be more on her side. And I don't think she's doing that well is right. my point. Right. Because again, the things that she brought to this interview are things that anybody else could have already talked about. It's certainly an audience, right? Like there's an audience for this. We're talking about it. People are now going to go away from this inter- or from this se- segment going, oh, I guess I didn't know where there were binders full of, mm-hmm. of therapist notes. But again, when you consider, well, I mean, that's kind of just hearsay and the jury didn't, 
see those things and they just didn't find you credible. And she doesn't ever, she doesn't have the ability to push beyond that reality Mm -hmm. other than to say in this interview, and again, not earth shattering, she really just said the jury... Of course, they thought they believe Johnny because he's a great actor. Again, these are things that we heard, but that I don't think that's enough right. to get to change people's minds writ large. Right. Like, you and I might, or I, I don't even want to say us, but like other people might be more thoughtful about this or have a predilection to believe her that yeah. they, they wouldn't otherwise. But for the average person, which is, I think, what you're doing this for, I don't think that's going to matter. Well, you know, and I think to your point, the thing I would, the first, the very first question I might have asked her. Yeah. If she were in front of me. Yeah. Is what is your goal? Like, why, why is this important to you? Why is it important to you to have these conversations or answer these questions or be out in front of people in this way? Why is that important to you? Because I think if you get it, and did she ask that or what did she answer that or how did that? I think in a general sense, I can't remember the, the specific question Savannah asked, but in a general sense, Amber, she's very good at saying things like, you know, it's just important for me to speak my truth. But it it comes across in generalities Mm -hmm. in a way that you're like, well, of course, I want all women's voices to be heard, especially when it's around domestic abuse and violence. And, you know, she talked about like Savannah was like, aren't you afraid of getting sued again? Because that was the other piece from this interview where I was like, you just got uh, judged Mm -hmm. to have defamed somebody. Mm hmm. To the tune of millions of dollars that you yourself say you can't pay. And your first thing is to go on national television and right. say a bunch more things. Right. I just like personally, I'd be like running away from cameras and microphones right. because like I don't, I don't want anybody accidentally to accidentally defame to this anybody. List, right? I don't want to defame. I don't want to defame the camera person by accident. I don't want to defame myself by accident. I don't want to defame. No defaming. Ex- exactly. Fame, defame, <laughs> no, unfame. I don't want to do any of it. Refame. I'm out. I mean, whatever it is, I, I, I don't want any part of it. I think Amber would say, like, the truth is more important to her ability to tell the truth, mm-hmm. and she will tell that truth regardless. Again, that's uh, I think she's certainly able and capable and justified in doing that. I'm I'm just coming at this and I imagine you uh, as well. I just think about like you're a public figure. You want to remain a public figure. Mm -hmm. You want to be an actress and you want uh, or I guess I don't know what it is that you want. So to answer your question, I don't know that we walked away with a really good answer other than she felt like she was being silenced. And needed to have her voice heard. And I would just say, like, we got a lot of chance to hear your voice. You right. sat on the jury yeah. in, in that jury box and said a bunch, mm-hmm. which for posterity's sake, whether people were listening or watching or not, it's available. At least for posterity's sake, will be available in its entirety. Yeah. So I don't think people needed another week of you saying the things that you already said in the courtroom, right. if your goal, again, I don't know what ultimately your goal is, but if your goal is to sort of change perception, I maybe would just kind of let things hang out a little bit. I don't know. What do you think? It's well, like I me guess, telling a woman what she, like what, Yeah, you know, here's the best thing for you to do, ma'am. I really do think that, honestly, if I were coaching her, which she clearly has been coached, I mean, to me, that felt very clear in the trial. In fact, I think she was probably actually overcoached because as an actress, she had a tendency then to like to yeah. to hit her mark every yeah. time. Um, 
But if I were the one coaching her, I would be asking those questions. You know, what is your intention here? And then how are you going to know that you've been successful in that? What are you going to need to have said or proven or shown that will get you to the place of peace that you are seeking? Because you don't get out in front of people and keep talking when, you know, at the end of a, what, six-week trial without having a goal in mind. And, And I just feel like somebody dropped the ball there. Yeah. Um, And I don't know who it was or where it was, but to just put her out into an interview to be fed kind of to a pack of wolves again. Yeah. And And the choice, the, the, the trolls showed up again for her. Of course they did. And the choice to have Savannah Guthrie be the person who interviewed her was an interesting choice. And it was a choice because Savannah Guthrie, and she disclosed this like in like a real quickie um, is the wife of, a person who advised Johnny Depp's yeah. legal team. Yeah. So there's already like this weird conflict there. And Savannah Guthrie had to, as a journalist, disclose that. Yeah. But there it's, just, it's are, just, it's still awkward. It's awkward. I mean, but that's clearly a choice because there are other people who will interview. I don't know if that's the one that gave her the most money. I don't know if they pay for that. I don't know. My point is just, if I were the person coaching her on the other side, mm-hmm. I would be asking some really, really pointed questions about what is your goal and how are we going to know you've achieved it? And I know sometimes like you just feel like nobody's heard you and you want to keep talking. Yes. I mean, I've had this experience in my life. Sometimes the best thing to do is to be quiet for a moment. I mean, notice that that's what Johnny Depp's doing. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm right. not saying he didn't do those things. It's just like from a PR or a public uh, standpoint. Also, really quickly, over the weekend, she was spotted out and about shopping at TJ Maxx with her sister and it's like it's one of those and tmz reported on of course it, and it's one of those things where i'm like that's a move i i feel like that's a move uh-huh. i mean it's hard to not see that as a move like i can't afford this verdict i'm now at the tj max yeah right like johnny depp has bled me so dry that i can't buy things full price and i'm a maxinista now <laughs> and look i don't blame her he's out and about like doing public yes. things, looking a certain way and presenting. And it's gross, frankly. Yes. Let's be clear. Um, but I just, I, I feel like evidenced by the like lack of ratings on this interview. I mean, maybe people just want this to go away for yeah. a while. And we do have short memories. And so. Sadly. Yeah. Like if you do go away. And, and if that's a point, choice I think you you're make. Saying that's a good thing. Yes. For her. Yeah. If you decide to go away, trust me, we'll forget. Yeah. I mean, Kevin not Spacey's a, yeah, got a job. Exactly. And he shouldn't. More on that, not later. <laughs> <laughs> no more on that Yeah, at all today. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, nope. Uh, why would I it, she did it for pull years. that out of nowhere? Why? Hi, Roberts is going to bring us all the dirt. I have Friday mouth on a Monday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. 
you take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Hmm, what flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Monday, we're in trouble, guys. <laughs> Holly Roberts is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Holly. Hi, guys. Happy Monday. Hey, you guys wanted to know what Johnny Depp was up to in the previous conversation. Yeah. You were talking about Amber Heard talking up a storm over on Dateline NBC. Nobody paid attention to that interview that aired on Friday. Johnny Depp is performing with Jeff Beck two weeks after. Uh, the trial. A source tells People.com exclusively that he has moved on. So clearly his PR tactic is... Yeah, that's behind me. I move on. Now I go sing songs. Yeah, I'm not even going to talk about this. Mm -mm. I'm going to let somebody talk through a source. Well, and notice that the only thing we heard out of Johnny Depp last week was from his lawyers. It wasn't from him because his lawyers did a you know PR push, but he didn't. That's true. And also, I mean, he has not once talked about the trial outside of the trial. And that is a very, I mean, I just feel like that is a tactic right there, right? He's not going to be doing an interview with anybody. He's not going to be sitting down to talk about the trial at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving right along like it never happened. Moving right along. And I think you also, would you think about like how you're going to counter, because Amber Heard needs to think about how she's going to counter what he's doing. Yeah, for sure. You have to take into account what he's doing, which is not talking. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. maybe we've all just, we all need a break. Why are we still talking about this? I don't know. Well, let's move on. Let's. Why are you talking? Oh, because we have to. Yeah. Uh, let's thing. keep on the celebrity justice topic. Rob Kardashian and Black China have reached a settlement ahead of jury selection in their revenge porn case. Now, a clerk at the Los Angeles Superior Court informed Page Six on Monday morning that they had come to an agreement, though the terms remain unclear. Now, this is all stemming unclear. from... Unclear, <laughs> a.k.a. we're not telling you because yeah. it's yeah. 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 They're they're clear. The people who are involved, yes. it's clear. Yes. It's just not clear to us. And I don't think it ever will nope. be. Now, this stems from a lawsuit that was initially filed back in July of 2017, because you might be asking yourself, well, geez, didn't Black China and the Kardashians just uh, settle their business in court? Yeah. Well, they it, settled some business. They settled some business. This was back when Black China sued Rob Kardashian for posting nude photos and video for on social media. Uh, and Rob Kardashian, as a result of that, doesn't handle his social media. If yeah. you look at his Instagram, remember, it says this is being owned and operated by Jenner Communications. Mm-hmm. It is interesting to me because, you know, the other case involving Black China was with the Kardashian family proper, Chris Jenner, etc., They didn't come to a settlement, which I found to be shocking because then it led to this very public trial, which she lost. And I imagine Kris Jenner LLC thought uh, they had a good chance of doing so, which is why they went to trial. But Mm -hmm. I still think it's it was an interesting move and odd because, uh, you know, like you could just end up looking like a fool or they, you know, Black China could get all sorts of like uh, digs in at, at the family. So it didn't surprise. It actually seems more in line with what I would normally expect for her to have made a 
a settlement in this right. case because, um, you know, and obviously they, they thought that Rob might not win. Well, right? yeah. And also, I mean, I love also that I think that it was Chris Jenner negotiating this and not actually Rob because. Right. Right. <laughs> well, because Rob, well, well, because that's what they want us to think about Rob. He, Rob can't do anything really, can he? But here, according to them, but here's the other thing. I mean, this on well, there that last trial was running concurrently with the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Yeah. Um. But now you know they probably saw what happens in a trial like that. I mean, that would make me pretty gun shy to see what Amber Heard and Johnny Depp just went through and realize like all of their stuff would be yep. laid bare too. Yep. That's incentive to settle. Yep. Mm-hmm. Holly Roberts, thank you for that pile of dirt. You're welcome. When thank we you. return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly will deliver them to us. We will try to solve them with our mouths. In a little segment we call Blinded by the Item after this on My Talk 1071. Colleen and Bradley, solvers of pop culture mysteries. True. Since 2002 on the, nope, 2012 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, wow. My Talk 1071. Like on fire today! You guys, what is, it's a very Monday Monday. Coffee? Maybe get another cup in the break? Oh, no, that's a terrible idea. Oh, okay. Um, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. He's like, now what? (laughs) Okay, let's just not pay attention to it because I'm afraid it's going to get worse. We're going to solve pop culture and mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly will bring them to us. We will solve them in this segment called Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. We got there. We did. Kicking off a new week of celebrity gossip mysteries with the following. You know who wasn't invited to the wedding of this illiterate comic actor? The A-list mostly movie actress he would dump his wife for in a second if he thought Ooh. he had a shot at the Ooh. actress. Oh, She did him so wrong, and he would still try again. Aziz Ansari. Oh, yeah. And the actress. What, like a actress, actress, comic actress? What kind of actress? Uh, Drama? A- actress, actress. <laughs> movie and star, actress. she did actress. him wrong. According to NT was, lawyer. Were they a public uh, couple? I don't remember them being a public oh. couple. Kate Beckinsale. No. Uh, no, he's too old. Um, Apparently the yeah, two were. True. I'm seeing photographs oh. of the two of them together. They shared Valentine's Day nachos at no. one point in the past. That's not a thing, first of all. Um, okay, can you narrow down? Nachos would be my Valentine, hey. okay? <laughs> Uh, can you narrow down the actress for us? Like, yeah. other than she likes nachos for Valentine's. Well, what other actress who loves nachos for Valentine's is also an Academy Award winner? Meryl Jennifer Street? Lawrence. Bradley, unfortunately. Uh, but Colleen. Oh. Jennifer Lawrence and Aziz Ansari? Who knew? They shared Valentine's mm. Day nachos together. Okay. But according to that headline, it wasn't a date, but who cares? But clearly, <laughs> there was something going on uh-huh. when you see the photographs of the two of them together. Okay, and I have to and look it up. And she did him, quote, to fill in the thing. Yeah, okay. So, uh, you, uh, you know who didn't show up at Aziz Ansari's wedding and who wasn't invited was Jennifer Lawrence. Because Jennifer or Aziz Ansari would totally dump his wife in a second if he thought he had a shot at Jennifer Lawrence. 
Jennifer Lawrence did Aziz Ansari so wrong, and he would still try again. Oh, now look at those photos. Yeah. She's flirting with him hardcore. Oh, she's giving him a piggyback ride. I yep. mean, yeah, there's a whole experience. I don't see any nachos, though. Maybe they were on their way to eat them or had just eaten them. Um, no, what? it's right here. Vulture in 2016. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, I can't get in because I've reached my limit. So. I'm just looking. I just I just Google image searched Jennifer Lawrence and Aziz Ansari. Because <sighs> that was covered at the time. Wow. The Nacho Fest. Mm-hmm. They also went to Italy together. Oh, okay. So that was they did. They, that was a thing. It was a thing. Yeah, they were. They were a thing. Well, how did we miss that? We yeah. Another celebrity gossip mystery, Colleen and Bradley. Yes, some things from the illiterate talk show host set will be thrown out, but lots is going to be auctioned. Wendy, Wendy Williams. Williams. Yes. I mean, it's so obvious. I'm surprised it hadn't already been thrown out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, some of the things from the Wendy Williams show will be thrown out, but lots of stuff is going to be put up to auction. Okay. So I, I think we need to dig a little further on that, because if it's going to be put to auction, who will reap the benefits of the monetary game? Uh, her production company. Which is? Not her. Owned by? Not her. Right. That's true. Yeah. But does Kevin, does Kevin, he doesn't have anything to do with that. No, he got pushed out, remember? He was fired. Oh, yeah, fired. that's right. Okay, well, still, somebody else is going to get the money, and it's not going to be Wendy Williams. <laughs> Again, uh, she could probably use it, but she's not getting it. Oof. Mm-hmm. Well, Yikes. What even about if that she got chair? it, she wouldn't have access to uh, it. Exactly. Mm. Uh, another celebrity gossip mystery. Solve this, please. The deal will be that the dad is deposed, but for the same amount of time as the singing daughter. Something like that might get the singing daughter to drop everything. It will also reveal what exactly the legal arrangement the singing daughter is living under right now uh-huh. that is being kept quiet. Brittany, Britney Spears and Jamie. and Jamie. Interesting. Yes. I want to know all of this in real life. All I can do is fill in the blanks yes. for you right now. So the deal will be that Jamie Spears is deposed, but for the same amount of time as Britney Spears. Something like that might get Britney Spears to drop everything, and it will also reveal what exactly the legal arrangement of Britney Spears is living under right now that is being kept quiet. Okay, sorry, I just, with the wording of that, I had a question. Please. Is it the questioning that would reveal the legal arrangement? Yes. Okay. Within the deposition will be revealed that okay. Britney Spears is living under some, some kind, kind of, of legal arrangement. Yeah. So what's interesting about this is it kind of cements, uh, or I should say it fills in the blanks of the questions we had following the, oh, why would Jamie Spears come after Britney to de- to be deposed. And in fact, I was talking with a friend about this and she was like, I don't understand why he would try to depose her. And what you can see, he would try to depose her because then he could get her to answer really uncomfortable questions that she doesn't want to have to answer, which is a like offensive move. I mean, I wouldn't count him out just because the dude was able to control her life and finances and fortune for 14 years. Yeah. So, like, it wouldn't surprise me if there's some legal shenanigans being employed here to protect him 
from, you know, her attorneys coming after uh, Jamie. In other words, this family's still real messy. Yeah. And also it explains why, like, people, when they say they can't get to Britney, mm-hmm. like, there's still a wall around her. And obviously we're not going to find out who is uh, keeping that wall upright. I mean, it is kind of interesting when you think about it. You know, when they when the judgment was made to disband the uh, conservatorship as we knew it, we knew that there was going to be some sort of bridge plan put into place. But nobody, it was like everybody heard free over and moved on. Yeah, because people don't care. Yeah, but it isn't so far out of the realm of possibility that there was a plan in place and that there is maybe not necessarily a concrete end to that plan or that that plan is the thing that is currently in place that is, you know, managing her. Well, we just talked about Jody Montgomery on Friday. Yeah. Being, being at the around. wedding. And Jody Montgomery was part of the conservatorship, and she's still, by all accounts, um, you know, managing mm-hmm. Britney's day to day stuff as well as her financial mm-hmm. stuff. By all accounts, she's by all the accounts. Yeah, okay. Literally. Mm-hmm. All righty. Mm-hmm. Celebrity gossip revealed. Here's Ooh. a blind item that has some names attached to it. And two layer doesn't know if they're specifically trying to target the A-plus list rapper with their actions, but there is a concerted effort with recent photos and statements that will cause him to lash out for sure. Ooh, Kanye West. But what is that referring to? I'm wondering Um, if it's her Father's Day message and then the picture of them at the basketball game. It's like everything. Yeah. Going on vacation with Pete Davidson. Right. Father's Day stuff. You know. I will say the pictures of them at the basketball game, they went to North's basketball game, look icy at best. Yeah. And listen, I'm not a body language expert, although apparently (laughs) anybody can be one. (laughs) Um, Just, you know, when you see, first of all, the way that they show them is like is just Kim and then just Kanye. But there's one shot where you can see that she's sort of slightly in front of him and to the left a little bit. And she's like holding her like she's sitting there. It's like she's very closed off and you just can feel it like the feeling Mm -hmm. of being in a in close proximity to somebody you don't want to be anywhere near. Can you fill in those blanks again? Oh, sorry. Yeah, so Lawyer doesn't know if the Kardashians are specifically trying to target Kanye West with their actions, but there is a concerted effort, effort with recent photos and statements that perhaps will cause Kanye to have Got it. some sort so, of reaction. So that's <laughs> implying that they're, like, manipulating him. Yeah. Which is not shocking or oh, surprising That's at what all. they do best. Interesting. Do we have a quickie? Uh, yeah, okay. okay. Let's do it! The convicted reality couple are trying to gain any sympathy they can. And if they need to tell the world mom is dying, then they'll do it. It's interesting they waited until after they were convicted to tell anybody. Chrisley's. The Chrisley's. Yeah. Is mom dying? Well, I think there might be perhaps some like health updates concerning one of their parents. Mm. You know, like an elder, elder Chrisley, but they waited until after the conviction oh, to let go. everyone know. Huh? Mm. Huh? 
they're waiting to Did like you say no or K-N-O-W? K-N-O-W. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just quickly looking because it says here that this is a really tragic time for the family, but now I can't get heartbreaking. Uh, no, that's just in general. Okay, okay. Never mind. I thought we had details. But I'm sure it's don't. a matter of, of hours before we start to hear well, some sort of statement. Uh, seems like what? Yeah, uh, thank you, Holly, for those blind you. items. They were delicious. Yummy. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to get the Cobra gang together. You guys, we have a mystery to solve. There is. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's a Kardashian secret that's continuing to be secret. Dun, dun, dun. And it's confusing. Okay. To say the least. We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 107.1. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, you guys, you know uh, that when there's a mystery to solve, Team Cobra is going to be on the case. It's the Cobra Gang. Whenever there's trouble, we'll double the double with the Cobra, Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra Gang. This is a Kardashian mystery. Oh, fun. Okay, so I want to take you guys back on a journey to February 2nd of this very year. Okay, that's a long way away. Then I go back but in sure. time. A baby was born into the world. Oh, a yeah. baby was born to a mother, Kylie Jenner. That's right. That's the, right. The brother to Stormy De- Jenner. Not Stormy Daniels. Stormy Dan- no, Stormy nope. Webster. Friday on Monday, Colleen Lindstrom. Stormy edition. Webster. The uh, son of the dad. Travis Scott. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, honey. Guys, okay. I don't know. I think the remodel stole her brain. Honestly. Okay. They threw that out in the trash. Ooh. Bye. The baby was born, and within days, we learned Kylie's a mother to a little boy, and his name is Wolf. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then then she changed it or something. And then a week later, she was like, just kidding. We love the name Wolf, or at least an insider said, they love the name Wolf, but it just didn't fit the baby. And so they're going to come up with another name that they both love, and then... When she's ready, meaning when Kylie's ready, she'll reveal that name to the world. Yeah. Okay, guys, that was four months ago. And we still don't know the name of this baby. 
Now, I had, I, I wasn't given much thought to the baby. I remember, like, she's been talking about her pregnancy. She's been talking about, like, her post-baby body. She's been talking about her postpartum stuff. I just, like, forgot about the baby until yesterday when she posted on Instagram a Happy Father's Day message to Travis that said, Happy Father's Day, Daddy. We love you. <laughs> she must have put a lot of E's on there. It was a lot of Y's. Four Y's. Okay. With a picture of Travis lying in a bed with adorable Stormy next to him. And he's eating what appears to be a bowl of eggs or something. Okay. A spaghetti or ramen or something. Yep. And there's a baby lying on his chest yep. with a heart emoji over the face. Yeah. So as to protect the child's identity? I don't know. Why do you do that? Okay. So thank you. I've got all the questions. Okay. Number one. What's the baby's name? Okay, so we still don't know baby's name. We still know baby's name. And also, nobody else has a heart emoji over their face. True. Why does the baby? What are they? They don't want to reveal the baby? I don't know. That's a great question. So you're saying you think there's some nefarious reason? Or just like there's a reason and I can't understand it because this is the most public family ever. And my guess is the easy answer. Mm Mm-hmm is that this has something to do with the Kardashian space-time continuum and the fact that they're not going to reveal any of this until it's time to reveal it on the show. That's very possible, right? Uh, but they, that's a long game to play. Well, I also did a little Googling. Oh, thanks. Do you like some answers? You hit up the Googs. Do you have answers? I do. Well, I don't have answers, but I have, like, something that's okay. better than nothing. Yay! Let's take it. We'll take your something. Uh, this was from March of 2022, so this year, March 23rd. Kylie Jenner fans think they've worked out the real reason why she changed her son's name from Wolf, and it has to do with... Copyright. Dot, dot, dot. Her ex-friend, Tammy Hembro. I don't know what any of that meant. I know. I don't either. But what I can say, and just like quickly, thank God for BuzzFeed being super quick Mm -hmm. uh, in telling us this tale. If you scroll, um, it says uh, basically... Um, you know, she changed the name and then we don't know what the name is. And and originally it was because we don't feel like it was him and blah, 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 blah right? Mm-hmm. And then we hear boo, 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 boo. Attention then turned to one of Kylie's former best friends, Tammy Hembro, who had been making a series of shady comments about the name Wolf mm. ever since Kylie had revealed it. Uh, but first, some background. Kylie and they were friends. Okay, let's see if I can get to the shady. Um, shady. Shady. They unfollowed. They were friends. They unfollowed each other. There's something about a song. Ugh, lots uh, of drama. There were some things coming at her in her direction and her relationship with Tyga. And then I'm trying to get to... Tyga being uh, Kylie's ex. Yeah. Just hours after Kylie's Instagram announced it on February 11th, Tammy uploaded a photo of herself with her son and added the caption, my wolf. She named her child. She went on to write Wolfie's mom as she shared another post. And if there was any doubt about how she felt about Kylie's baby name, the pregnant influencer made it even more clear when she replied to a comment from a fan. The follower had written on her TikTok post. I just know you're naming your baby Bentley to which Tammy replied. Actually, Liking the name Stormy at the moment. 
So basically, uh, these were shady digs at Kylie's name choices for her own children, meaning that she was making fun of like, oh, no, I'm going to name my kids Stormy and Wolf. Okay, wait, does she already have a child? And is that child's name actually Wolf? No. No, okay. no she has a kid, but she was making, okay. she was saying, I'm going to oh. name it this. And people were assuming that it was some sort of dig at Kylie, dig at her and Ergo, perhaps Kylie was like taken aback by the shade and decided to change her child's name. I don't know. That doesn't get us any closer to an answer. That's just what the Google said. I do remember a blind item that indicated that perhaps they were having some difficulty with trademark with the name Wolf, which you'd think that maybe they would have gotten the legal team on the case a little (laughs) bit earlier, like before the baby was born. Yeah. You would think, and that is the reason why I think there's the emoji over the baby, is that capitalism. Mm. We're not ready to show the baby yet. Because we're not ready to make money off of the baby yet. I mean, cynically, yeah. Yeah, but I don't, are you, I don't, how does that, I don't know, sure. Like, I'm not going to put anything past the Kardashian. But I don't see how, like, putting an emoji on a child's face in your Instagram post is keeping you, is somehow, like, going to financially affect anything. Sure. Now, there are folks who were doing some digging over the weekend on Kylie Jenner's Instagram stories. Zooming into their Father's Day celebration that she shared. And they found cocaine! Oh. Well, no, they think they so found the name for the baby. Oh, what? where, where, why, how, what? One fan zoomed in on an image. Two stick figures. One was labeled Daddy. The second was labeled Jacob. Oh. Interesting. I honestly think this is just going to be like on this special episode yeah. of the Kardashians, we finally learn the name, the name and, and the face of the, the face. child. Yeah. yeah. So... Smart money on Jacob. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you, Holly. Thanks, hey, Holes. when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what's your favorite fun fact? Like Cliff Clavin the heck out of us. 651-641-1071. Talk is fun. We have fun. <laughs> Just have fun. My talk 1071. Scott here. You're a-